Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. We are back in a big way. Now, before we get to rocking, talking about the wrestling week, I want to remind you to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Give us five stars. We deserve it. We rock. And you rock. And we all we all rock. And write us some comments. Uh, and give us your wrestling thoughts. We'll read them on the show. Also, check out our bonus episode. The bonus, ooh, bonus. The bonus episode is out right now. <laughs> it has clips from the uh, the SummerSlam-tacular we did about two weeks ago. We got some fun sketches in there. We got JR's SNL audition. We got uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Stone Cold Steve Austin in a what loop. Uh, uh, I'm hosting this Hulk Hogan. It's awesome, but give it, give it a listen. It's a fun half hour of listening. Um, cool. Good. Now, on to wrestling. Now, every week... On this podcast, I have a very special guest, and this week I have a super-duper special guest. Not necessarily a comedian by trade, but a, definitely a comedian of sorts. Of sorts, for sure. Yeah. And I try I, to be super-duper when I can, so I appreciate the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my best friend, Jonathan Wadowski. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, Dan. No, I mean, it's a pleasure. It's a, it's absolute pleasure to have on you. Now, when I say best friend, I don't go like, this isn't, this isn't some guy... That I met last week that we really hit it off. I was like, this guy, we got, we're in a fantasy football league together. We hit it off. Uh, or like, this is a guy who's, our wives are friends. You know, this is not what I'm talking about. This is a guy I've known for my whole conscious life. We hit it off in the early 90s. That's right. In the early, in, yeah. It's a great time to hit it off. In the personally. early 90s. And uh, uh, we've known each other forever. We went to elementary school together. Uh, you were... Uh, in, in the in my wedding party, uh, we we go way back. So you 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 get the stage. You get what I'm talking about. This is the real deal. And I think it's interesting because I think about our our relationship like way back. You know, my flashbacks of our childhood and sure. us together, which is unreal. It's like unreal to think about that. You know how long we've known each other. Is that like wrestling was a pretty big part of our existence? A huge part of our existence. Massive. Yeah. To, to a place where it actually justifies all the wrestling I watch. I'm like, this is important. This <laughs> it brings you back to those good old times. Yeah. And like, so what's your, what's, your earliest, what's your earliest wrestling memory? It could involve me or it doesn't have to involve me. Wow, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, definitely not the earliest, but certainly Owen Hart. Him going down is definitely a very. <laughs> that's big, your earliest memory. It's not. It's not by any means my earliest, but it's my most prominent. <laughs> going, Owen uh, Hart going down. I remember going to a uh, pay per view at Madison Square. Not a pay per view. Excuse me, a house show at, at at the Garden. Like right after Flair won the Royal the, the Rumble, and like making like two signs about like how much I hated Ric Flair. Oh yeah. And I remember my dad like making the signs with me, and we were so excited to like show Ric Flair what a bad guy he was and how much right. we didn't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that must have been like second or third grade at the latest. I might. My the first that's the first show you ever went to live show, I think so. Yeah, the first show I went to, I don't even know. It was in '91 at the Coliseum. So what '91? What am I in? Like first grade? '91 is first grade. First for us, grade, yeah. yeah, nice. Uh first grade, really important, important time in your life. You Mrs. Know, Boyd, Mrs. Shout Boyd, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got in trouble for shooting rubber bands at the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I shot rubber bands at the pine tree. She had like a Christmas tree in there all year round, which I found offensive as a Jew. Uh, oh man! I just admitted I'm a Jew for the first time. Now we're gonna uh, lose some listeners. Uh, no, sorry, but yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, I went to anyone to Coliseum. Um, it was, I have pictures of it. It was, uh, it was a house show, but it had a rumble in it. Oh, you spoke about this on one yeah. of the previous podcasts. It had a rumble yeah. in it, and 
as Undertaker versus Ultimate Warrior. And Undertaker oh. won, which was made me so sad. And he zipped the Ultimate Warrior into the body bag. And I remember being like, he's dead. He's dead. And my dad would, like, perpetuate the kayfabe. He would, like, he would, he would be like, yeah, he, like, you're probably not going to see Ultimate Warrior ever again. And I would get sad. We went with Eric Wells and Mark Wells. That's, that's a great combo right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my dad used to tell me that he wrestled Hulk Hogan in the 80s. Wow. Talk about, like, like uh, you know, not breaking kayfabe. Like, yeah. I, like, you always want to think, like, my dad's, like, the biggest, baddest dude of all time. He can kick anyone's ass. Yeah. My dad told me he beat up Hulk Hogan in the 80s. Like, before Like, Hogan before was... I was born. Like, yeah. when he was still being, like, 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 an eligible bachelor in, like, New York City or, like, I guess Queens, like, crushing it. Yeah. He was beating up Hulk Hogan and k- kicking names and taking, uh, kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, that's amazing. Your yeah. dad also made you that awesome ring. Yeah, so for those of you out there, I was such a nerd with wrestling growing up that the WWF ring that they gave you, which was cool because it had obviously the steel cage and everything, it was too small. So my dad made me a ring that was like twice the size so I could play with my wrestling figurines with more space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had like, I remember it being like a little dangerous because I had like nails. The yeah. ring posts were nails. Yeah, we like not laminated, but we put like some type of plastic over yeah. the the wood, which which the ring consisted of. But yeah, definitely not FDA approved. <laughs> well, FDA is big into toy wrestling. Of right? course, of course. Yeah, but, uh, but I feel like what you were more into wrestling at that age than I was. I mean, we maybe the same. Yeah, I felt like you were like I remember. I come to your house, and then like I was exposed to a lot of wrestling stuff you had a lot of merch you had the video you had the the board game that had the the the, uh vhs tape oh yeah 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 you remember that you could watch that yeah well i think also i had older cousins who like you know obviously any little boy you look up to your your cousins and like they were so into wrestling so i thought they were so cool so I i just wanted to just be so all up in that world and like Telling you're saying before, when you're six years old, like no one is cooler than the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, definitely. Like it's just such an easy gimmick. Like come out there, just all energy, all steroids, and just <laughs> ready to fucking rock. Yeah. By yeah. the way, just everyone, this is John Wadowski's a real person. This is not Scott Hall in <laughs> character. <laughs> just, not, just give him a hey yo. Give him a hey yo. Hey yo. <laughs> you've you've always had the deepest voice. Yeah, so my apologies if it's too low for you podcast listeners out there, but I'll try my best to not mumble for yeah, you. Yeah, no, some people, if you close your eyes, you can orgasm from hearing John Wadowski uh, speaking to a mic. Fact. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Yeah, but then like, so I remember we watched wrestling a bunch as as a kid. Bret Hart, you have the you have the Bret Hart glasses by your well, you moved out here, but yeah, I have the shades still. The Bret you Hart had shades. the purple shades. It, it, it's so much. There's so much to fun the- to wear because. No girls care, but if I wear those out in, like, you know, some random, like, day drinking event, yeah. so many guys want to come up and talk to me, and I'm like, yes. How did you get those? I ordered them online. They were, like, 35 bucks. eBay? Like, I want to say BretHart.com or, like, Hitman.com, whatever yeah. his official site is. Those are so great. Those are yeah. still so awesome. Uh, yeah. So then we moved into, like, I think the Attitude Era was the time where we were, everyone was on the same page about watching wrestling. Oh, yeah. Well, I definitely took a break. I probably feel like middle school. Or, yeah, and then high school came. Well, we had hard. to grow pubes quick, right? Once you grow pubes, you gotta be like, "Yo, I'm too cool for this. Like, it's fake." Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. But once but they're then, fully grown in, oh, that's disgusting. Then once you just get rid of your pubes again, <laughs> like, all right, I'm in high school. I can embrace this, and it's all good. That's great. And then, like, in guess the college, post college, I was out again, and now, I mean, you, I don't watch every week. Yeah, certainly by any means, I would say I'm definitely more of a casual fan. But I, I generally now, for the past few years, 
I will watch the Rumble with some friends. We'll do, you know, a, you know, a, a pool for twenty bucks for the yeah. Rumble. You get a uh, random number. Yeah, and it's like the most fun thing yeah. ever, obviously. And I wound up watching from the Rumble to the run up to Mania, and then outside of Mania, once it gets to April or so, it's like, all right, um. I might happen to watch Raw if I'm flipping channels, right. but I'm not. I'm not invested. But at you all. always, you always are like keeping tabs on Raw. Well, not, yeah. Not, I mean, yeah. you want. Th- there's something very. I don't know if the word is nostalgic or just comforting, but like for example, when I was watching Raw this uh, this week's episode, yeah, just like you know, you turn it on and you just like, oh, I'm watching Raw for three hours tonight. I was so happy. Yeah, it made me so happy to just be like, I am so in on wrestling right now. Well, I think it's amazing because wrestling never stops, and also. I- I remember even the times where I took lulls of wrestling, I would refer to it as, like, the news. Like, you, I always put it on like it's the news. Right. If it's Monday night, I better chill. Let's see. Like, let's pop into Raw. It's so awesome that it's always there. It's it's my constant. Right. It's, uh, Raw is my uh, constant. But I think why I, I'm, I, why I want to have you in the podcast uh, is because you represent what I call the casual, the casual wrestling fan. Keeping it cash. Yeah, you're keeping it cash. That doesn't mean you don't have good insight, but it is like, I remember we were talking about WrestleMania 32 was rolling around. You were like, Triple H in the main event? I'll watch that. Yeah. Right. So where I think that like a lot of people like that I'm friends with are like, you know, they're basically representatives of the IWC, which is like the internet wrestling community. They're, they're hardcore wrestling fans who think is, is that, that a real accurate? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> super real. There are people who think that, like, Triple H should never wrestle again. And, you know, Daniel Bryan is the champion. It should be the champion always. And it should be all these indie guys are the best guys. And and there's no value in a, I don't know, a, 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 a cane, whatever. Not not the best. I'm not describing it the best. But I'm saying that for you, they draw you in. Like, th- the stunts they do, when they bring in Lesnar, you're like, I want to watch. 100%. Right. You know, there's something to the uh, name brand value. Like, Triple H also still looks great. Like, if, if they were trying to yeah. bring, I'm bringing up Ric Flair so much. Like, I'm pro Flair, everybody. I can't yeah, yeah, stress yeah. that enough. Pro Flair. But, I mean, if they still had Flair or Hogan or, you know, right. that look horrible, it's like, please, you're killing me, man. Right. Triple H looks better now than he ever has before. Well, he's so in his best role ever. Right. And, like, he has, like, he doesn't have that awkward beard anymore. He's just, yeah, like, yeah. he's, like, being a handsome hunter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, he's act- now he's handsome. He wasn't handsome when he was gimmick was acting handsome. No, certainly not. Yeah. So right, right, right. So I think like that's why I think your insight's very valuable because it's like we ne- you need to hear from people who are like you're gonna skip a pay per view if it doesn't have a draw to you. I'm gonna watch any pay per view no if, if the if the main event is Sheamus versus uh, uh, Brie Bella. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> you know. So anyway, do, do you like Sheamus? I do like Seamus, yeah. Can't stand Seamus. Wow, hot take immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, say it to his face. I will. <laughs> uh, he's he's large and in charge. Do yeah. you? Uh, what don't you like about Seamus? Um, I mean, I don't. By the way, I don't love Seamus. I'm not a big Seamus <laughs> Mark. <laughs> yeah. I I hope you wouldn't mark out on Seamus. I don't know. It just he seems like someone who, in real life, his face would bother me. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. Like. It just—it's just like he—he's perfect for being a wrestler because that's not a real person I'm looking at. Do you like you're you're like making me think of like the presidential race when people get really caught up in like Hillary Clinton and they're like, I don't think I could have a beer with her, you know? You're like Seamus, you're like I don't think I could have a beer with him. I don't think I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can. <laughs> yep, you can't have a beer. Well, let's use this as a litmus test going forward. So okay. let's get let's get into the ha ha wrestling action. And and I know you've done your homework for this week. Ah. Um. Raw. I thought the opening of Raw was super dope. 
I, I really I really enjoyed the opening segment of first off they had Foley talking to Stephanie and just being right. like, Were you behind it? Like, I gotta trust you. And it was cool to establish like their dynamic, which has been very unclear up to this point. So um, I actually made a note and I said, um, first impression. And you have index cards. Yeah, I'm a real nerd as well, guys. <laughs> uh, I said, first impression, uh, Stephanie will turn on Mick tonight. Obviously, oh, wow. that didn't happen, but I think it goes without saying, one of them is going to, you know, she, she might be seeing Mr. Sacco real soon. Yeah. Or, you know, he might be getting a pedigree real soon. Like, they're, they're, that's going to come to a head at some point. Has to yeah, be. I think, and but I think that that's like we knew that that was going to happen. You knew eventually that Foley and Stephanie were not going to agree because Foley's a mega face, and Stephanie is always like you know this like heel queen, right? Do you think so, she knew Triple H's intentions? I think ultimately she's going to be in on it because I'm be. a sucker for what the Stephanie uh, Triple H being in on it the whole time. You don't want them at each other if they're at each. I mean, you think you do, but I don't think you really do. When they're together, they're like they. When I was at WrestleMania 32, when the cameras went off air, Reigns exited. He was, like, holding his daughter or whatever. He's boring. The fact is his daughter is the most interesting thing about him. He leaves. And then Stephanie and Triple H were in the ring. And then they rolled out of the ring, held hands, walked up the ramp, and it was on that massive cowboy Titantron. Right. You know? Uh, every screen's a Titantron for me. And I was like, these, they, I love this couple. I call them the as they're walking down. It's like the royal family. I love that they're always they support each other a thousand percent always. Well, yeah, they're very. I mean, everyone loves Triple H. He's he's the man. And people don't that, like lo- people like him now a lot. Is, is that because right? of NXT? I feel like he he has a ton of besides his amazing wrestling career. Yeah, he has a lot of street cred in terms of NXT and being an actual behind the stage person who knows yeah. what he's doing. Right. So add that to Stephanie being born into royalty. I mean, like, yeah, they're just a very easily identifiable. I don't know if the proper word to use is stable, but like a tag team that doesn't wrestle. I, I yeah. don't know. Like they're very easy to they're the authority pin down. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think that the cool thing is that like I like that there's still looming questions. Like I didn't like. I love that Triple H did that. Give Stephanie and 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 Mick that look on Raw, like the last Raw, and then now you're like. He didn't show up. You're like, what's happening? You're like, what? Where does Triple H stand? Why did he do this? But in the meantime. There's still the belt. There's still the championship looming where you're like, Seth wants the championship. Roman wants championships. They're screwed over in the belt where you can be dist- – it's a perfect distraction from the main question of, like, what is Triple H's intention, which will be revealed at some point. Where does Stephanie stand? Stephanie, like, Mick has chosen. I'm going to believe you. I'm going to have your back. Right. And he's going to ride that out. But we're like, don't know where it's going to go. And I feel like that's good storytelling which is lacking a lot. A lot of times, like, what's the story here? Well, I think it's also a great job of writing because, A, it's so transparent that... Yeah, the writing's you know, great. that when Mick said, like, if you're lying to me, I can't ever believe that, and he had that whole dodge out about her in, right. in middle school, you know he's going to get turned on, you know? Like, just a matter of when. I think also it, it takes away from, like... You said it a million times in this podcast, how boring Roman Reigns is. Yeah. Like, you need to have... Like they're using him effectively now. He just doesn't talk. He just his music hits. He comes out. Well, not effectively enough because he doesn't have the. He still has the vest on, or what's now? I guess is a tank top. It's like take your shirt off, bro. You're reminding me. I want everyone yeah. to sign the petition. There's a petition that somebody made, and then someone wrote a tweet to me that was like, "I'm shocked you're not the creator of this petition." Hmm. Yeah, I'm shocked myself. I should have made this. Is that there's a petition <laughs> to get him to take off the vest because it's cheating, and uh, everyone should go online and and find that and. Um, you can find it on our Twitter, at COW Podcast, and sign that. Make sure you sign that. Now, 
I think that, yeah, I think that, well, what did you think of the, the Stephanie, uh, the Mick Foley story? I really liked it. I thought it was an amazing justification for, like, why he's like, I want to believe that you're still, like, that that innocent girl. Well, I think it's great because... He's like, I have no choice like but even to do that. Right. Even I'm someone so good. like me who, who has been so in and out of the storyline. Yeah. I know Triple like Stephanie is no longer that good girl. Yeah. I also know that, let's be honest, she banged Macho Man back in, like, 86. <laughs> that, you know, like... It's important so, we bring that up. So, like... In terms of her being this innocent middle school girl, she never was. Or I guess, I don't know. <laughs> That's a real hot take because uh, Macho Man, if anything, is the bad guy there. And R.I.P. So. Sounds like you're blaming, you're blaming, yeah, I'm blaming Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> you're blaming Stephanie for, for Macho Man. Well, look, she, anyway. She's Randy Pofo. She can't help herself. That's all that's unsubstantiated, which is why we can laugh about it. And it feels kayfabe. If it's actually real, then, then it's a serious issue that we would take seriously. But for of course, now, of course. it's a kayfabe. Any situation. Well, I think that, like, then there was that awesome moment with the suspension. A lot packed into the first, like, ten minutes of Raw, where it was like, Stephanie was, like, gotten to her old fiery self. She's like, Rollins came out. I'm going to suspend you for running your mouth. And then and then Mick was like, no, we are match bookers. You said I booked the matches. I booked the matches. He was wronged, so he deserves a title shot. I don't know. I felt like Uh-oh, hot the, take. the suspension, like, you're going to suspend Seth Rollins and give me a break. Well, like, you knew like, it wasn't really going to happen, but... Yeah, but I, I just felt like you're wasting eight minutes here. Like, Yeah. Well, they got time to kill. Oh, so you oh, didn't yeah. like it. So you thought... Because you thought it was, like, stupid. Like, why suspend him? I, I liked it in the sense that I liked it building the dynamic of... It was the first time we she believed him, but we saw, like, the first bit of tension. The power struggle. The power struggle there. And it was like, oh, this is my thing. And I thought Foley was really good. I really enjoyed him. I like when he was like, Seth... I've never particularly liked you. I thought that was really nice, but it's like, I'm going to do what's right. So he's right. Foley's representing what's best for business, actually, and Stephanie's losing her, her mind. She's right. showing what she's always said was best for business, but it wasn't actually best for business. Yeah, her move was 100% personal, and Foley was just like, he's the good guy, straight up. Now, Until he turns heel, which might happen, he's the good guy. Now, uh, well, we forgot to play the game of what are you wearing, which is my segment where... I pretend to be walking the red carpet, and you ask me what I'm wearing. So let's do it right now because it's going to tie into what I'm talking about right now. So, so Dan, what are you wearing? Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you wearing? Well, right now I'm wearing the current Seth Rollins T-shirt with the bullseye and the SR logo on the back. Says "Rebuild, Reclaim, Re Psycho. Architecturalize." What's the back say? Re- redesign, rebuild, reclaim. Redesign, re- reclaim. Seth Rollins shirt because. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't take pictures right now. All right, and scene. So let's get back to. So Seth Rollins. How do you feel about Seth Rollins, John? I love Seth Rollins. I love Seth Rollins. Like, and I think something that we agree with very uh I'm very much. gay for Seth Rollins. Yeah, like like I love guys that look the part. Like the, like Seth Rollins, just you look at him and you go, This guy is the fucking man. Like <laughs> how, like I, I like he, he was born to be a champion. Like he, he was born to, to have the belt. Similarly, uh let me refer to my notes here one second. John hitting up the index cards. While you're hitting the index cards, I'll talk about Seth, I'll, I'll talk my feelings on Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins, I try, he look. We're treading, we're rehashing old things by being Seth Rollins is awesome. Like, I can come on here and just talk about he's great. So I try to think specifically, why is he great? The intensity he came out with uh, that on that opening was so hot. He felt like so angry and so yeah. worked up, and he was saying amazing, amazing lines. I wrote some of them down. He was like. 
He was like, uh, 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 first thing he was like, for Kevin Owens there, he was like, you're gonna hit your wagons to this guy. Mark my words, and like you're gonna put the new the new era. I guess I quoted this wrong, but you're gonna put the new era. You're gonna get behind Kevin Owens. He's like, you mark my words, I'm gonna be the guy to burn the new era <laughs> to the ground. Right. And then he's just like, he's like, uh, uh, you 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 guys are gonna. You're going to be on your knees, begging and pleading in a pile of rubble. Like, I just think he's, uh, he's saying, I don't know. He's just. Yeah. If you don't like Rollins, I don't understand how you like wrestling, honestly. Like, his his look, his body, his mic skills, his in-ring skills, his entrance music. Everything. He, everything is a Total 10. package. Total package. Uh, yeah. He, he's the new he, Lex. He, he's the new total package. <laughs> I hear he's getting a steel plate in his arm just, uh, <laughs> just to complete the gimmick. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the Seth Rollins is just the intensity he comes out with. He's just so exciting. It was almost like when he was in the ring, I, like, forgot Kevin Owens was the champion. So I got to be honest with you about Kevin Uh-oh, Owens. get into it, Kevin Owens. I, I'm, um, you know, Kevin Owens, I've seen him here and there, but I, I think Monday night was the first time seeing his mic skills. Yeah. I was very disappointed. You didn't like his mic skills. I like his mic skills. I thought he was, he spoke so subtly. Like, I was expecting just, the way I saw him speaking would, would be, Someone with such fire, because all I hear about is how, you know, coming up from from the, from the minor leagues, like everyone just loves him. Yeah, and you know my thoughts on like, like I I I've turned. I, I like Bray Wyatt now, but I used to hate him. Right. Oh, it's like, dude, if you're a professional wrestler, get jacked, get skinny, take your shirt off, let's go. And like, <laughs> you know, Kevin Owens, it's like, no, like you're too fat. I don't buy you. Yeah. But I want to try to give him an open shot because I know people love him. Yeah. And I was hoping, oh, maybe because he's so good on the mic, you can't help yourself. Like, I, I was, this guy Enzo Amore, wow. Okay. That, that's mic skills. I was <laughs> expecting Enzo Amore's uh, mouth on Kevin Owens' body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, 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 well, John, listen. I'm trying to do a Kevin Owens impression. Uh, uh, he has, like, weird Canadian timing when he speaks. Just they all like, do. You're no, gonna no offense to our Canadian to do it. out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, look, that's why I want you in here. Right. Because, look, I love Kevin Owens. If you go back and watch his, I mean, his NXT stuff's amazing. His, uh, his first feud with Cena, the first match, like, he comes out, he's an amazing worker. Like, he's an incredible wrestler in the ring in a way where it's right. like, he, it's, it's very unique. He does everything. Like, he's, is like, uh, he is like a fat boy. You know, he's a little bit shorter than other guys. Like, when I remember the first time I saw him standing next to Randy Orton, I was like, I wish this guy was a little taller. You know, I wish he was bigger. But at the same time, he could do so much because of that. Like, he can do power moves. He can high fly. It's cool. Like, he's a very exciting in-ring wrestler who can do a lot of things. I think also right. his mic skills are, they are really good, and I think they're going to get even better because he's going to get, like, as the champion, he's going to get better, heated, more heated feuds. He gets to work with Seth. He gets to work with some big guys. I think it's going to bump him up to that next level. So as, is my first... Sorry, I cut yeah, you off there. No, no, no. Is, no. My, is my first impression of him having bad mic skills, is, am I in the minority here? Am I completely wrong? I think... No, no. I think... Well, I do think you're wrong. I think his mic skills are really good. He's cut some amazing promos, okay. especially against Cena. But I do think that, uh, as of late, his promos have been... Like he hasn't had an opportunity to cut to do something like amazing. Like uh, he hasn't been in a feud with someone where he gets to really like tear them down. Like against Cena, he really ripped him apart because he was like, "You're like this. You're the superhero. You wear all your colors, and I'm like an indie guy, and you're Superman." And that, you know what I mean? Like right. that worked really well. 
So he's gonna have to find when he finds an angle, he's really articulate and really like cutting. I think right now when he's in the gray area, he's not able to do what Seth's able to do, which is like be captivating even when he's in in between feuds and stuff. Oh, I mean, Seth is the most captivating guy out right. there. Like, Seth could be... But he wasn't always there. Seth, when Seth got the belt, he wasn't not... Like, he developed He developed a lot. And I think Kevin, having this push, I think he's going to get to an awesome place. I, I hope he does. Because yeah. I've seen his matches, everything yeah. about him, even without the body. I understand why people want him to yeah. push, and I get it. No, I mean, at the casual fan, like, my wife, when Jamie sees Kevin Owens, she's like, why are you... This is the guy you're watching. You're like watching pro wrestling. Aren't you supposed to be like in a fantasy world? And like wrestling's changing in that way. These guys are incredible workers. They're 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 putting on incredible matches and they're putting on um, they're showing like amazing in ring stories that some of the like a Batista can't do. Right. You know, well, Batista's old AF right now. Yeah. But let me ask you about another guy who I was introduced to this yeah. week, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. Jack. Oh. That's a body for wrestling, my man. Like but okay, he, but he has so... the Goldberg muscles yeah. and just like the most formed pecs. Like that, I wish Kevin Owens looked like that. Like that, that is how I want every wrestler of mine to look. I won't lie. I wish it also. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I've been vocal on this podcast where I was hoping Kevin Owens would take a little break and get in better shape. Yeah. And then and instead, I heard it's you been. The, before as yeah. Well. And it's been the complete opposite. I was like, they didn't really have a good feud for him. They didn't really know what to do with him. They were actually like. For a while, when Seth was gone, they had, like, Raw was, like, on his back and almost felt like. It was like, well, Kevin Owens will be there to do a good match because we don't really know what's happening. And Roman Reigns is in charge, and he's super boring. You know, uh, and Dean Ambrose never hits for me, which we'll get into. But, uh, but so I was like, okay. He came into, when he was down at NXT, the, you know, the NXT is a weekly show before it was touring in the Performance Center where they work out and where they train. And he looked better. And right now he's not looking at his optimal self. But I don't think it matters for him. It's it's marginal because it's like he represents the regular man. You know, he represents like he's not a superhero in that way. And also his shirt's never off. No. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Is in, in here, as I mumble... In real life, is he is he six three? Is he five no. ten? Like what, what what's he what's his actual? He's body like our height. I mean, you're a little taller than me. He's probably closer to your height. So he's Daniel like, Bryan is my height, my size, and that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but like Kevin Owens, a dude I see at the gym, and I'd be like, dude, like I see her every day. Why are you fat still? Yeah, but I like that he has the belly because like some of it, he, he does sentons, he does cannonballs, he does moves that like effectively use his weight in a Vader way. You know what I mean? That I like. What I'm saying is that. Keep the belly, but still build up those arms. You know, right. now the argument I've heard from guys is that, like, it's, it's healthier. I heard that it's, like, healthier to be in a more, uh, have, uh, to, to not just, like, build like a bodybuilder, which makes sense. You, more athletically, you get, you get hurt less, when you, you know, right? Like, right. Batista's popping tendons all the time because his muscles are too big to be moving like that. Well, I don't know how... how... I don't think it's because of the moves Batista did. I'm sure it's because he was putting all types of right, you know, substances into juice, his body. Juice to the gills. No. Yeah, I think you're Kevin Owens. I think, look, he's got the belt, and I hope they ride it out for a while. I think you'll see at Clash of Champions, he's going to have an incredible match with Seth, and you're going to start respecting him as a wrestler. Oh, I, I do I do respect him. And like one of the first things I, I said to myself when I watched was, this guy is a perfect heel. Yeah. Even even admitting what I, what I just admitted about how I don't like his look uh, physically. Yeah. He he plays the role of heel perfectly, like, and he he deserves the push. I right. I see why people love him. So let's get into the match at Clash of Champions. So we they they had this uh this uh 
uh, Reigns shows up and you forget about him, which I actually thought was really cool. And then they're like, you know what? You're going to wrestle Kevin Owens next week. If you win, you get added as a triple threat. Do you want to see the triple threat or do you want to see the one-on-one? You always want to see more people in the ring. There's no question about it. You think it. so? Uh, yeah. Um, besides the girls' six-way match, like, just who needs that? But we can get to yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah. No, of course, like Reigns, and I've been very anti-Reigns because they just pushed him way too hard. It's it's, it's just like he's not he's not ready to to, to be there. Reigns should be an IC guy. Like like I've been yeah. saying, the IC needs to get back brought, brought back to prominence. If Reigns and Miz and Ziggler were were, were in this type of feud, that's awesome for the yeah. IC belt. But now he's now he's established heavyweight at this point. Right. Whether we like it or not, right. when I see Reigns, I'm like, all right, he can main event. Like it works if they push a guy who's that big and they keep him. Right. And the other thing about Reigns, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, and I I have no problem with, you know, he, he's a heavyweight guy. You might as well make it a. But you'd like to see the triple threat. Yeah, the triple threat is just you always have. Yeah, there, there, there's more opportunities for shenanigans when you have yeah. three people. No, and, and, and WWE's been really working the triple threat for me. Like, I really enjoyed the—, the For a while, I remember I heard The Rock say that, like, one-on-one is the way to go for the main event at Mania. And I was always like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, one-on-one is cool because then it like, feels like a boxing match. And then I started feeling like, no, oh, fuck it. This is wrestling. It's above, like, one-on-one. It's fake. Like, right. with three, it's awesome when you forget one guy. <laughs> you forget her. Like, Lesnar's down for a half hour. Yeah, and then, then he, he comes, comes back, back gets a pin, and the match is over. Like. Yeah, so I love the triple threat because it perfectly works what I like about wrestling, which is that it's fake. Yeah, 100%. 100% <laughs> like, yeah. You more. yeah, so at that time. But I do also, at the same time, want to see, even though I've seen it before, I want to see a pay-per-view main event, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens. I want to see what those guys are capable of one-on-one because I know what Reigns and... Seth are capable of together. Well, I think specifically for this match, I, I think Reigns needs to turn like ultimate heel. Yeah. Like, I, I, I they, guess they, they're not going to they do that. They're unwilling to like, do it. Wouldn't this be the perfect opportunity for him to just, well, I, I guess him and Rollins, storyline-wise, yeah. they're, they're friends, right? Yeah. Like, can he just totally just beat the shit out of Rollins, turn heel? They just had the Usos turn heel and yeah. make... This is this is my. I was thinking world. that too. The Usos have the Usos turn heel, which they did. They just they did. did. I have Reigns turn turn heel and be like, "Yo, this is our this is our squad." Yeah, and like just if, if they made Reigns the ultimate bad guy, he would fucking crush it. But he's kind of in this in between zone right now. What right? if Reigns came out? With, uh, this is awesome. If he came out with the Usos and like, you know, the Usos have their face painted half. Yeah. So he came out with the Usos, half of their p- faces are painted, but Roman Reigns comes out in just full warrior paint. Like the ultimate warrior one, he's got the full one. And then or, or he does <laughs> chest pain. And they go full tribal. Yeah. I don't know. That feels a little racist, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Maybe that might make him cool. Whatever. The thing about Reigns we're hitting is that he needs a complete shake up to work. Right. And he, he, he needs looks to go the heel. Part. Yeah. He, look, he looks the part. Same as Rollins. You look at that guy and you're just like, this fucking guy rules. Yeah. Just completely, like, physically, this I'm into this guy. guy rules. But like, All right. We got to move on. Yeah. We got to move on. So, all right, I would like to see the one. I would like to see the one-on-one match, uh, and then I think we could save that for later. So let's talk. Let's do jump into. Uh, I think we should talk about the Sasha Banks thing. Okay. So, Sasha Banks there was a lot of speculation that she was kind of like very injured, and that's why she dropped the belt at SummerSlam. And she, the Charlotte Sasha, Sasha's taking a lot of hits. Apparently, WWE is a little bit annoyed with her. Because she says she wrestles at one speed and that she's going to, like, kill herself in the ring. And a lot of people feel uncomfortable watching Sasha matches because she's, like, 
a lunatic. She wrestles like Daniel Bryan, but as a woman, and it just feels unsafe. Right. So they pulled the swerve of the fact that Sasha is not, she's not injured enough to stop wrestling, and that she's going to keep going, and that she's coming after Charlotte. But I just thought this segment was terrible. It was so boring, and it just, like, didn't work. Starting from the, I mean, did you feel tricked at all that she was going to retire? No, I think Sasha Banks is too big of a star. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't, you know, you, you've touched on this in the past for podcasts. Yeah. And, like, whenever I was in high school watching wrestling, yeah. if the girls were on, like, right, which is so weird, but, like, I want to see the boys. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, having, like, you know, Sable, having Trishadis hot babes, but, like, love them. No, yeah. need, no need for them. Right. And I feel kind of like, like a dinosaur now. I feel like it's so sexist in, like, 2016 to be talking this way. But, yeah. like... Even still, like I wanted to because of this podcast. I know, yeah. like, knowing what the the push that the, 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 the right that I'm into, I'm into the women wrestling. You're right. like, you want to be so into it. I wanted to be all about the women, and I still found myself just being like, "Get out of here." You know what? I'll say that you watched really hardcore this week for the podcast and SmackDown. The women's showing on SmackDown was very poor, very, amateurish. The uh, SmackDown specifically, I was like, yikes. Yeah, and even uh, Bailey on Monday, like, she had some, like, move where she did, like, a sweeping kick around the turnbuckle. Yeah. That looked so amateur. I was just like, this is all this awesome women's matches that you've been talking about? Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. Very disappointing. Well, I think that, I think Bailey's a really good wrestler. I mean, there's some matches that I'll send you that you should check out. Like, you should check out Bailey Sasha from NXT Brooklyn SummerSlam last year, the first one. That match is incredible. Well, definitely a match of that card, one of the matches of the year. Uh, there's the the real thing is this is that uh, well okay let's go again stick to the Sasha segment and then we'll talk about female wrestling in general but the Sasha segment she sent out this tweet that was you shouldn't settle for what's expected the boss is going to be on Raw tonight and I got some bad news legit boss always with a peace sign a black peace sign you know you could choose the skin color I think sure. that's, that's important uh, of course <laughs> of course well I mean it was a choice she made and so um uh, uh, I appreciate the diversity in, in emojis. But I, I, I think that, uh, yeah, and then it was like, okay, well, I guess she got hurt, so it's like, oh, is she coming out to retire? But it didn't feel believable. And then she came out and gave this whole spiel about, like, yeah, I went to the doctor, and she was talking about women's movement. And it was like, this is what needs to stop. We need to stop talking about the divas revolution. And we need to stop acting so self-important and just have awesome matches. Like, sorry, I loved it. When that happened, it was awesome. I'm, and John's saying it. I'm all about the p- female pro wrestling. But it's like she comes out and she cries all the time. And we, it's like it feels a little at this point like too self-congratulatory. It's like just act like the, the male wrestlers don't do it. Just come out, have awesome stuff. Also, it was like, okay, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm going to wrestle. I'm coming for Charlotte. It was like. Well, they need to, if you want to make this, you need to establish it more. Show me, like, that tweet was like, I was like, I don't even know what that tweet means. Show Sasha in the hospital or something, or, like, show, it's like, let's even talk to me, like, Sasha's, her, 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 you know, uh, her medical health is in question. I don't know. At the same time, this is being overused. They did it with, like, Mark Henry did a fake retirement. You know, Flair did a fake retirement. I'm used to getting the swerve on that, so I was like, I don't know. Just, just. Just come out. I I I, I don't know. I, it was it, I was so bored. Actually, the crowd. Someone screamed "boring," and you could audibly yeah. hear it. Yeah, I, I remember being extremely bored by the whole segment. I remember thinking when Sasha was going on about how we did it. We have the women's championship now. No more divas division. And like that whole yeah. speech she went on. Come out I, and I, act I like a like... boss. Wait, John. Let me say one thing. You come out and act like a boss. Like you keep coming out and like almost 
breaking kayfabe to be like women's wrestling is moving forward and it's like almost like a lot of speak as opposed to action it's like come out and just be like i'm a boss you thought i was hurt i'm not hurt because i'm the best and like that's the deal and show me what it means to be like a boss instead she comes out and she was it's almost like she's breaking character too much where like charlotte works really well because she's full-on heel full-on flair it works oh this is something i wanted to bring up kind of switching gears a little bit natalia is one of the hearts yeah but she's a heel. She's Jim the uh, uh, she, Nine daughter. Hearts daughter. Yeah, love it. They need to put a goatee on her and let her just fucking rock. <laughs> she should have a goatee. But like, shouldn't anyone with the last name Hart just be like the biggest face ever from the start and then turn heel down? The uh, she was. She's always like, a face. She just became a heel. She's oh, right. She's it was very very recent. Yeah, just, post draft, she became a heel. All right, because I was shocked to find out that a heart was a female heart yeah. was around and that she wasn't a face. Right. I mean, so here's the deal. I said this from the draft. The split of the Divas division was a massive mistake. All the Divas should be on Raw. That there's not enough. The division is not deep enough. There's four good, five good workers who are women in the company. That's not counting Paige, who who knows if she's coming back. She Del Rio announced he's not coming back after suspension, so we're not going to see Del Rio again. Uh, they're dating. The, yeah, she's like 22, he's like 40 and has three kids. I, whatever, I'm not judging, but I, I, it seems like... Doing the reverse meme. It does, it does feel like he like is leaving the company and like now she's gone and she's going astray. And it seems a little sad. I hope I'm wrong. It's just what it feels like. Um, uh, 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 uh. So, yeah. So, you have Nikki Bella, who I think is a good wrestler. No doubt uh, about uh, it. Uh, uh, and I think she's good on the mic and she's a Bella with a lot of power in being a Bella. Uh you have Sasha, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Natalia, and then the rest of them don't have enough to really to, to warrant a division. There's gonna, in fact, there's going to be two women's belts. I understand the fairness of both, but the division is not deep enough. Well, I think all of it is about just I, I don't know what the proper term for it now, but like you know the attitude era, like what, this like blending reality era. I know that's not like the proper. It's the, well, the, right now it's called the new. We're in the new era, right? But the new era represents where like you're, you're blending reality and and, and kayfabe portion, and like the, like WWE just never want to have people say that they're not equal towards women. They never want to have a steroids, um, uh, what, what's what's the word? A steroids like um, disaster again, like Chris Benoit or anything. Like they, yeah. they need to. Well, well they, he, we're not allowed to mention him on the podcast. Oh. We're gonna have to edit that out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we mentioned you know, Maldé. Like, as a like, fact. Like, we yeah. encourage people to watch Wolverine. Yeah, Chris Benoit. I'm, I'm not even gonna make the joke. Anyway, <laughs> no, 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 stop it. Um, like, it's just for them. Like, all right, we have three hours on Raw. We're happy to waste a, a segment with with um, with, with what's her face, Sasha Banks, talking about diversity because they want to show people we're doing everything the right way, like a real corporation, and like it's not the Wild West anymore, and like. Everything with Connor's Cure, it's amazing. Right. But there's a big PR element that also where people say, wow, WWE, they represent how a, how a company does things the right way. Yeah. But even the Connor's Cure thing is like all frosting and no cake. It's like, show me what, so, show me what the money has done. Like All frosting, no cake. That, I never heard that before. Is yeah, that yeah, possible? Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, it's a big, uh, it's actually like a big comedy term. Oh. Uh, it's like, I use it, you know, for improv scenes and stuff like that. Oh. Zignos, delightful. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, so I think that you know we can talk about it forever. But it's like the division is not deep enough. The women, the writing, also the writing for the women is not there yet. It's a little self congratulatory. Congratulatory, like I said, Sasha, she needs to stop crying and start being a boss. Like, come out, yeah. show me what that. Show me. I don't even know what that means. Like, sometimes she talks about 
She's on the. I love Sasha. She's awesome. I love balls out. She is. She's gonna have a nice short career because she's she gonna Snoop kill herself in the ring. Niece, right? Niece. She's Snoop Dogg's niece. Love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and she came out with Snoop at, at Mania. She's awesome. I'm a big. I want to reiterate that I am a massive fan. I just would like her to define what boss means a little more in the ring. She said like one time she was on commentary and she was like, "I'm gonna be hanging out with like Jay Z and like a lot of just like." I was like, "Is that what being a boss means?" Like, no. Being a boss means like you you kick ass. Uh, kind of what being a boss is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't I, I get it. But anyway, she is a boss in the when she wrestles. But I'm saying, what does boss mean when she's on cutting promos? Right. Anyway, and I don't know why it was Dana Brooke. I was like, let's see her do it to Charlotte. Let's have Charlotte come out. You want to tell us have Charlotte come out and just be like, you, you know, maybe Charlotte for a second puts her guard down and goes like, you're a worthy competitor. Like, you know, uh, as much as I hated you. And then she gives her the bank statement. It's like, right. why not do it to Charlotte? Why did Dana Brooke? Anyway, cool. Let's move on. Let's talk about. Uh, well, let's jump around a little bit. Let's talk about uh, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose. Oh, How you feel about AJ Styles? AJ Styles for me. So I was someone growing up. I was all about WWF. Fuck yeah. WCW. Fuck the other the other uh, TNA. Yeah, just like I'm a WWF guy through and through. But in the attitude that we knew who AJ Styles was. Yeah. So like I think over the years now, I've always just been like AJ Styles, like. It's 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 like when your ex girlfriend's dating some dork and you're just like, oh, <laughs> all right, AJ Styles, like have fun with her now, whatever. Like, oh, that's so funny. You know? that's and that, that that's what TNA is to me. Yeah. Um, respectfully, but like, I totally get why he's getting a push. Of course I do. Yeah. He, I'm surprised he's a he's a heel, but I guess it just. It, 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 I get it. I think everyone is surprised he's a heel. He's running with it really well, but I think everyone's surprised yeah. in the manner that he became a heel. I don't like his dumb beard. <laughs> like that, that, that bothers me. Like yeah. I, as you can tell, I'm very into the visual aspect of how yeah the aesthetics present themselves. That's, I mean, look, and AJ's this podcast beard bothers me. This podcast is all about the aesthetics of wrestling. Look, we we liked wrestling with we kids because we were like, I want to look at them and I want to feel right. something. That AJ I'll, Styles, mm. he's got that mom haircut. Great, yeah, yeah. He has like a like a, like the, like a kind of like a Jovi kind of a mom haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he. Jason Shabiro called out that uh, you know friend of the show. Uh, he called sure. out that AJ Styles is one of the only. He is the only pro wrestler with long hair who comes out with it dry. Yeah, it just looks so uncool. <laughs> like, dude, like Ziggler, such a fucking cool looking dude. Yeah. Do your hair like that. Like, I don't know. Like, he Styles is big enough and he looks cool, but he doesn't do his look the right way. Right. So that bothers me. Um, Ambrose, I know someone that we disagree on because I, everything that I say should make me hate Ambrose. I fucking think he's the man. Wow. Okay. This is this is great. And I know that he had a, he had bad technical matches uh, the last few pay per views, right? Yeah, he's had a lot of bad matches, which is surprising because like I don't know, he just seems like the I'm a regular dude. I'll meet you in the back alley and I'll fight you and I'll be dirty, but I'm gonna win. And like. That appeals to me. I'm going to meet you in the back alley, and I'm going to fight you, and I'm going to yeah. win, and that's where it's going to be. AJ, yeah. I'm going to meet you, and I'm going to shave your beard. <laughs> it's going to feel amazing. <laughs> He's in Bridge of the Barber Beefcake. I don't know what just 2. happened. Right? I don't know what happened. We almost kissed. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. So, you're, right, so you're into Ambrose. I, I'm a big AJ Styles fan. I think he's going to win the belt on Sunday. I think AJ Styles is going to be the champion. I think this Ambrose... Uh, title run is going to be looked back as like a failure for him, and I, I'm not saying he can't bounce back. I think it'll be good for him. He needs to like go back to the drawing board and figure out how to be captivating as the champion. Now, I think they shafted him a little bit by putting him on SmackDown because like he has the WWE Championship belt, but they found a way to make it less important right away. 
Well, they also need to make they, they need to get SmackDown ratings up. Yeah. So that's that, that's why. I think them putting him on SmackDown was to get people to say, "Hey, this belt matters. You got to you, you can't only watch Monday Night." Yeah, the main it. belt that that whole lineage is on is on SmackDown, but right. it doesn't work like that. Like I immediately think that the Raw belt is the main belt. Like I'm like Kevin Owens is the champion. Well, yeah, I mean SmackDown, I remember when they made SmackDown, it was all because The Rock said lay in the SmackDown. It was like, yeah. this is the fucking coolest. Yeah. More wrestling. <laughs> uh, so I got nothing but love for SmackDown, but Raw, Raw's the king. You come Smackdown. on The Rock's show? Yeah. Like, it, it's The Rock show and love it. Yeah. But, like, Raw, Raw's the king and SmackDown is, like, I don't know, some weird guy the in, the, in the lineage. The queen. Yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, uh, have you, did you see AJ Cena at SummerSlam? No, but it was a great match. I know. Great. I, I, I know that from listening to this show. AJ Styles is one of the best in ring wrestlers. He does like he doesn't have a boring move, and like he uh, like I really I can't. I was such a not fan of him I, during that whole X Division TNA when they were trying to crack into the WWE WCW uh, uh, like WWF when they were trying to crack during the Attitude Era. I was like, this is their guy, the guy with the stupid blue hood. I remember specifically right. being like, oh, f this guy. And now I I love him. I think he's so fucking awesome. Uh, I love that he's wearing the Cena armband. That's cool. That's the stuff I love. Yeah, All the cool. story stuff in general is from the draft, the best fallout is they're more the emphasis on story now a little more. Where it's like Cena took off his armband, left it in the ring. Now AJ wears that armband. Now Cena's gone for a little bit. It's like, is he going to come back and be like, I want my armband back? Like, I don't know. I love that. He's having other feuds but still wearing the Cena armband. And like beating Cena is such a trophy, like uh, such a prize. Right. Uh, it was good. I think Ambrose cuts would cut uh, to give him credit. I think he cut a good promo. I think that the problem with Ambrose is like what he's saying doesn't come through in his wrestling. He's like, I drag guys underwater. I'm, I get them past their breaking yeah, point. He's that like, was weird. you know, all that stuff. It's like, well, I don't see that from you. I kind of see like a pretty boring worker. You are like almost like Miz type wrestling, right? So I, I'll be honest. The last match I saw of his was Mania against. Uh, Lesnar. Yeah, that match stunk. The match was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And everyone has a good match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, it, it's easy. He's this huge dude. He's such a f- uh, freak of nature. Like, make it work. And especially, it was no holds barred, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, it was a, uh, yeah. And just, they just, they missed the boat completely. That match should have been entirely out of the ring. I think he took should one been, F5. Right. It should have been so much blood. Just, they, they, they completely dropped the ball on that Now, match. to be fair to Ambrose, he said that, like, he was met with a, in, in the Stone Cold podcast, he said he was met with a lot of laziness by Lesnar. Lesnar was, like, not taking his calls, it seems like, and, like, was just like, I want to just do suplex you a bunch, and that's it. Lesnar didn't even care that the angle of hardcore, he's like, I don't want to do that. And so, and then also WB was like, you can't do blood. Like, this is the biggest mania of all time. Like, you can't, we don't want you to bleed. Huge mistake. Yeah. So, at the same time, it's like, all right. So, he was, so I gave him a pass there, but it's now, he had a bad SummerSlam match with Dolph Ziggler, who's one of the best wrestlers in the company. Love Ziggs. Uh, Especially in ring, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like I don't know. At this point, he's at, and then he had that terrible match with Jericho, and Jericho has some pretty good matches recently. I mean, he's uh, older, but I, I hate to say because I'm a Jericho. You're guy. over Jericho. Jericho's entrance uh, after the Y2J clock, like his entrance into WWF, yeah. was still to this day. I love it. I, I'll do a YouTube deep dive, and I'll, I'll be there, and uh, it's the best. I'm watching that at least once a year. Yeah, it's amazing. With the Rock in the ring. Yeah. You come on your rock show, then introduce yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's it's amazing. It doesn't matter what your name is. Like Jericho is my guy from day one, <laughs> but I look at him now and it's just it's sad. 
like the exact opposite of everything <laughs> I said before about Triple H. You think it's sad? Like, like because Jer- he looks bad. Jericho, but- he has like the awkward, weird, like French goatee. Oh, I, I love he it. Wears I think it's scarf. so funny. He doesn't like wear pants. He wears <laughs> shorty. Like he wears the bikini. Like he, his body is like concave. It's just everything about yeah. Jericho is just like he's got the dad tits. Jericho, like. Jericho peaked in high school when I was in high school. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what it is. That's okay. Like it's just Jericho. Sorry. Like I, we, if we go back to the high school reunion right now, Jericho would be like, "All right, dude, you still live in Searingtown? Like, get out of here." Like, At the same time, I, I I know what you're saying. I agree. I would say this is that I try to not be ageist. I try not to like knock people for getting old, especially because I'm getting old. But I think that like I think at the same time, it's like. He's more of a comedy act now, which is cool. I do think that the cruiserweight division is coming out. Like, I think that would be a cool zone for him to live in. Like, I don't know if he can keep up with those cruiserweights. Like, have you watched any of the cruiserweight classic? You, I feel like you haven't. I do don't it. Think so. okay. We should. We should get together and watch it. I'd it's, love to. Uh, it's on the network. Love, it's yeah. a date. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just be like me. Me and you watching wrestling is just like. What is it like? We we have to like act it out. It's just like. Look at this guy, good body. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. It's all just South Park. Nice, nice. about guys' bodies. <laughs> yeah. Look at this guy. Nice. Yeah. Those delts are looking good. Nice, nice. He, oh, he gets more pumped up as the match goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the blood flow. But uh, 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 I think, yeah, I think well, Jericho is more of like a comedy act now. Uh, he did have because he had that like really funny line. He said he told Kevin Owens like you're the longest yeah, yeah, reigning that was great. champion. That was great. The longest reigning Universal Champion. Seven days. Yeah. Yeah. That's but great. Jer- Jericho should just be, he should be an announcer at this point. He, should, he has to get out of the ring. He has to stop being shirtless. Yeah. Just be be part of the company, but don't yeah. be a wrestler. Also, here's something I want to say. Again, I mean, there's so much to cover. Jesus, there's so much every week now. But uh, uh, just, SmackDown used to be a throwaway show. Not show now it's a whole other show. But anyway, right. uh, let's get, talk about the New Day. Who's uh, New Day is amazing. You love New Day, right? So New Day, the first time I saw them, I was like, "Who the fuck are these clowns?" Well, like, they were terrible at first, but I'm like everything about the gimmick with like the unicorn. Oh yeah, I want like if I was describing wrestling to myself, I would expect me to hate them. Can't do it. They're great. No, they're awesome. Yeah. They're really funny and they're they're awesome. The thing is, is like, and, and their energy is awesome. Like, whoo, whoo. Yeah, oh, they're, they're great. I, 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 they're awesome. And they find a way to do it where, like, you're talking about Enzo and Cass. I'm very wow. tired of Enzo and Cass, which we'll get into it, I'm okay. sure. But uh, my main point about New Day is, like, Big E, it's time for Big E to be a heavyweight. It's time for yeah. he, he, he That is a stable. I don't care if they have the tag belts. They can drop them, keep them. doesn't matter. There's three of them. Big E belongs to be in title contention. He yeah. is awesome. They could do what. Uh, Demolition used to be and just have them fight individually and this tag team as well. They don't need to break up the stable. <laughs> yeah. Demolition, your go-to. Go-to tag team. Well, yeah, I'm a crush guy. Crush yeah, guy. You got a crush. Mr. Nah. Fuji. Nah. Uh, rest in peace. R.I.P. Mr. Fuji. R.I.P. in peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think like Biggie, uh, there's just no other comments to made there. He's jacked up. He looks the part of a heavyweight. He's part of New Day. They can, they're all funny together. Like He's a pretty good wrestler. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't understand why he's not in, in the mix in like I don't know why they had a four way for the belt. Why, like, you know what I mean? Like, why right. is Biggie not part of that? Well, they can also do now with the brand split. There's a lot more TV time. They can also have them do like a tag segment, and then I don't know. I know he's coming yeah. off injury, so that might be part of it. So whatever. Uh, I don't know. The I hated that old day segment. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was oh, that was, that was, that was un- unwatchable. so unfa- unwatchable. Unwatchable. Maybe the worst yeah. segment in recent memory. Like it was, so unfunny. You know, it was awesome when you used to have you know like. 
DX would do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they bring out the the little people. Yeah. This was just so unwatchable. Like, it was just, c- come on, like, next. The jokes were so bad, and it no. went on forever. Yeah. It was like old day. It's like not insulting to have young people. If they were actual old people, it might be funny. But it was like, what are these, who are these guys? Right. I, I, I don't know. It was terrible. Anyway. Uh, 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 American Alpha, I yeah. loved. Well, okay. That's American what, Alpha. I was used to them the first time last night. So that's another example of, like, great, captivating wrestling television. American Alpha, American Alpha is awesome. They they had the best match of Mania weekend. I was at NXT. Right. Like they they opened it up. Yeah, you could tell. Them. You could you could tell that they they have great flow. Like the same way the Dudley Boys. Yeah. They work together as a tag team. So you could tell the moves they did were just awesome. They're both incredible right. athletes. They're and, both. Yeah, and they look like a mix of American Gladiators and the Steiner Brothers, like from the eighties. Yeah. Awesome. I I want to like those guys so bad. They, yeah. They're I'm, amazing. I'm all in. And also the booking was so awesome. So like American Alpha, they're brand new. They, they don't need to win the belts the second. They had them come out. They they get over. They squash the Uso. Uso's cheat. It backfires. They lose in 30 seconds or something right. like that. Amazing. And then Uso's heel turn and take them out. And now, now American Alpha is out of the tournament because Gable's unable to compete. Right. So now the tournament's between Rhino and Heath Slater. Who's that's I love that. It's, uh, if you finish your thought, and I'll, I'll respond. I'm saying that that tag team, I love Heath Slater. I think he's so funny. A little bit too ginger for me, but it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> well, I didn't even love the segment last week, but I love the Rhino Heath Slater uh, 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 tag team, and I think they're really uh, they there's like they're they're just I just I just working. The problem with Rhino is that he's so fat. Yeah, like like <laughs> you know Jesus. What I mean? yeah. No, it's it's like, but he's a Rhino. That's his thing. He's built like a Rhino. No, but 15 years ago, he's built like a Rhino and it looked awesome. Yeah, like. I, I like remember making a note that it was like he looks like a girl when you're swiping on one of the dating apps. You're like, oh, is she fat? I'm not sure. Then you meet her, and right away you're like, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry if that sounds misogynistic. I don't mean it for well. It, it sounds misogynistic. It sounds misogynistic because it is, but he's just so a, you're fat, laying out the point like, for me. It, it's like, dude, like lose 60 pounds and have the same exact body type. Well, I think he's at, well, I think he's at the end of his rope here. He's just in there, like, working. Because right now they're bringing – they brought up – last week they brought up Mosh and Thrasher. They brought up the Headbangers like, last week. I saw week. the Headbangers in the graphic for – Yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah. they're trying to fill up, and they have all this um, – they have a lot of jobber talents now, which is very fun. They like Strowman and Nia Jax just jobbing every week. Uh, uh, well, jobbing somebody else. Uh, the, that, I think that's – it's like because they split the brands – they need to fill these holes. So I think that's part of why Rhino's there. Like, I don't think he's still, he's not a full-time talent. It's like well, the Dudleys. He's running for, like, government. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a Republican in Vermont or something. I don't know. Probably New Hampshire. New Ham- I don't know. Anyway, so, uh, but I'm saying, like, now Usos are up against, they, uh, uh, now it's uh, the Hype Bros against uh, Rhino and Heath. So, like, we're, and then, like, now you have a beef with the Usos and, American Alpha, you know when they're going to get the championships, but it's like not right now, and it's because they're wrong. They still seem strong. Right. Just cool. I just dug all that. Yeah, and it's very obvious. Like American Alpha is going to have a title reign for the last while, and then they're both going to be very strong independently as well. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's uh, let's look into this card. I think before. Well, actually, let's bring up one quick thing. Sure. Before we get into this, but CM Punk has a UFC fight. This weekend. Is it actually happening? Well, I heard that he... I have a source that said that, like, knows UFC people or whatever, uh, and said that 
I don't know how I don't I don't honestly don't know how strong this source is, but has said that they might uh, that he's might be dropping out of the fight. But it's already Wednesday. Because all I know is that every Thursday for you, like every few months, I'll see like a link online that says you know uh, CM Punk match postponed. I personally, I don't think it's real. I don't think he'll ever fight in in, in UFC. Like, yeah, where, where was this match six months ago? Let alone, yeah, you know, s- s- since or before that. Like, it's just. If he fights, I don't know, he'll probably get his ass kicked. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I think he's going to get his ass kicked. I'm just waiting for this to happen so he'll come back to wrestling. I'm like, let get beat up in the octagon, and then let's see you back wrestling again. It's like, I, I get it. You want to, like, have your little, you've earned, like, your make-a-wish of, like, getting beat up in the octagon, and it's fine. He's going to get destroyed. Now, my, one of my buddies, Jason Shapiro, friend of the show, he's probably the most knowledgeable MMA guy I know. Sure. And he was saying that, like, he was looking into the guy he's fighting, Mickey Gall, Gall, whatever. He's fighting this guy, and he was like, oh, this guy has a win in UFC. So that's why it's uh, – uh, uh, th- that, that's why it's like, oh, he has a win. So it's like he's not getting a fake fight. He's getting right, a big getting fight. A, a real but he was saying something to the effect that, like, this guy, all his wins are, like, pretty amateur. And the guy he fought has, like, almost no – that that guy beat has no experience. He was thinking that it might – the whole Mickey Gall character might be a work because he called out CM Punk. You know what I mean? So he's like, oh, they might be, like, feeding him someone who really is not that good. And this would be amazing if this was all a play by Vince. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> like CM Punk's been injured for the last, like, year and a half. Some really bad, like, whatever injury he has. And it's just him just getting back at UFC yeah. with a straight-up, just, like, octagon-style kayfabe. What's the pay-per-view this weekend called again? Backlash? Yeah, Backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's look up this card and let's give some predictions before we round this out. All right, Unless, cool. John, did you have any other points you didn't get to? Um, I mean, Enzo. You were going to talk I, about Enzo. I, I, what, those A-plus mic skills. Enzo, everything about that guy. Definitely. Uh, is cap- captivating, like we just said before. It's yeah. Just, uh, that guy, I don't know if he's big enough to be, to be a uh, heavyweight champion. Definitely but, not. But, like, that. that but that, Cass is, definitely. Oh, Cass is enormous. Yeah. But like, Enzo straight up is a dude that like, if the IC belt mattered like I like I would want it to, he should be the IC champ because he yeah. can charisma for days. He he can be on the Today Show. He can do everything you need promotion promotion yeah. wise outside of the actual um, yeah Raw and SmackDown events. He's just so likable. He's the fucking man. Yeah, I mean obviously we're New Yorkers. We're like so like he you know we have a yeah. connection to him and he's like a real New York guy. Like he apparently like doesn't like you know he's not obviously he's gimmicking it up. But he lives the gimmick pretty hard. Like, that is kind of the guy he is. Right. You know, so I think that's really cool. I think that I hated the way he opened up SummerSlam. I, you know, you heard that on the other podcast. Like, I, it was, like, a lot of just, like, Biggie Smalls mad libsing. Like, right. just being like, you know, like, this city never sleeps. And, like, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. I was like, get out of here. But he was in Brooklyn trying to get the crowd hyped. So it's fine. They did let him lose. They did lose against the Shining Stars or whatever on Raw. And it was like. All right, that's cool. They keep making the Enzo cast lose, and it doesn't matter. People just still right. like if they come out like it, like it doesn't affect their power at all. At all. Uh, yeah, Enzo, he's definitely awesome. I'm a little tired of it. Like I thought that whole like his his acting was like perfect on Raw. Like right. he had this like terrible thing about like oh we're making a baby or whatever. I even forget what it was. Oh yeah, and he he, he passed the baby off to someone in the crowd. Yeah. So this is new. This is new for me. And yeah. I was like, this is guys unreal right so i think like if you saw that i was like he sold it so hard even though it was like so dumb he sold it so hard it was great uh i just think like it's a little bit of like he's gonna 
I, I get it because it's a live show. I think this is something that affects wrestling. It's a live show. So when you come and you see Enzo, you want to hear him go like, my name is Enzo Amore. Like, you want to see him do the whole spiel, and you want to see him cut him promo every time. I think there's power in him doing it only every once in a while. And right, like how, like, you know, Brock Lesnar, when he shows up, it's a big deal. It could be a little bit of that, but he's coming out every time where it's like, to me, I'm getting tired of it. Right. And I don't know. I, I want to keep Enzo interesting. Um, yeah, cool. Anyway, so, um, uh, uh, and the other thing, the other thing was Daniel Bryan Miz stuff. We talked about it last week. I just feel like they kind of blew that. It's like they had something really cool there where it was like Miz and Daniel Bryan had those tension. He just apologized and talking smack. And it was like, I don't have much to say. They confronted each other and it was about Ziggler. So, whatever. Anyway, let's get into these matches. Round this out. John, you let's feeling good? Feeling great. All right. All right. Miz versus Ziggler for the IC belt. Solely based on how Ziggler said, my career is a joke if I don't win, yeah. Ziggler's winning. I th- I actually I think that they're going to – I think they're going to keep it on Miz, unfortunately, because and, – and they can always schmaz it up because with Maurice, but Miz is having a really good IC run. It's just that, like, oh, Ziggler had, like, two failed title shots in a row. They're not kind to this guy. I mean, there's just no way to sugarcoat it. They did not let him win. Uh yeah, so but I I'm just gonna go with Miz at a guts guy. I think they just want him to run with this belt. He's doing this cool thing that I think where he's like trying to elevate the status of the IC belt, and I think that's important. And that's his whole pitch. And he just got that heat with Daniel Bryan. I don't see him losing in this belt. All right, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Ooh. Well, I hate this match. I hate this match just because I know Randy Orton's going over because of that big loss. Like, they need to make Orton look strong again. Okay. And I just hate to keep burying Bray, but I think I'm going to go with Randy Orton. I think Clean Bray, win. I think Bray needs to get the push, so I was going to say Bray. I also know not nearly as much about the history of this stuff as you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm going to go with Bray because I just think he's someone that he's, I've been waiting for him to just break out and get that push. So let's go. Guessing wrestling is a little bit like, you know, it's, you, I, don't think, I think you're actually sometimes knowing the last thing can hurt you. Right. Like, I went that logic. I was like, well, Charlotte, Sasha just won the belt. She's not going to lose it to Charlotte again. And then she lost it. Right. <laughs> it was it, like, it's like uh, NCAA pools. It's picking by the colors. Oh, yeah. Uh, whoa, what does it say? Uso and Hyper. Oh. Oh. I'm not sure this tag match. I might have had this wrong. Uso or the Hype Bros. Win- Uso Hype Bros winner. So that means Uso and Hype Bros are going to have yeah. a match okay. on next. On No, I guess that has to happen at. The pay-per-view. I don't know, the pre- the and then the winner of that gets Heath pay-per-view. Slater and Rhino. So right, who do you think's winning the tag belt out of those three tag teams? I say Sly- Slater Rhino. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to say they're going to give it to, I think, Usos, because they're going to set up the American Alpha. All right. That's you know, All I right. think they're going to establish that. I could also see them going for, like, more time, but I'm going to stick with that. Like, letting that breathe a little. All right. Next match we got. Actually, I'm going to switch my prediction and say American Alpha wins that match. They're going to show up Sunday, and they're going to be ready. It's going to be a four-way, and American Alpha is going to walk out with the belt. Wow. Swerve. Swerve. Love it. All right. Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch versus Carmella versus Naomi versus Natalia versus Nikki Bella. Now, keep in mind, this is an elimination match. Right. So the last person to win this is the woman's champion. Can I can I abstain? <laughs> well, I mean, this is a big deal. Yeah. This is the first SmackDown's women's champion. Like, so this no. is a new belt. So this is a big deal. Like, who's gonna win this? Who was the girl with the crazy fake orange hair? Becky Lynch. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with Nikki Bella. I just think that's too expected. I know, but I think it's 
the way to go. I think Becky Lynch could use to overcome some like adversity here, like you know, like take out Bella. But also, there's Carmella. They're setting that up. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick with Nikki Bella. All right, uh, Ambrose versus AJ Styles. Round this out. Ambrose, AJ. Yeah, I think AJ wins the belt here, and I think AJ is gonna carry the belt. And I think AJ Styles. We're gonna see AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's gonna win, and then we're gonna see AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Although they might let this breathe for a little bit, but yeah, AJ Styles is gonna win the championship, and he's gonna hold it for a long time, probably till Mania. So he's the, he really is the face that runs the place. He's the guy. Yeah, I really think so. I think I think his next he will go him and Cena. The next match will be Mania WrestleMania. 33. I really think that I really think AJ they're really getting behind him. I mean. As as they should, I, I I get it. Yeah, could be wrong though. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's uh that's uh that's backlash. John, you want to watch this weekend? I'd love to watch this weekend. <laughs> watch a little cruiserweight classic. Um, well, that, that's after NFL opening kickoff, isn't it? Oh, all right. Never mind. I don't want to watch with you. You're talking about the fucking NFL. It was like terrible. Anyway, guys, remember rate and subscribe. Give us five stars. Put your predictions for backlash. Like, get in touch with us on Twitter at cow podcast we also have a cool facebook group going on right now if you want to talk to us in there comedians of wrestling facebook group it's public join up baby uh hey uh keep watching wrestling kisses this has been a ucb comedy production check out our other shows on the ucb comedy podcast network 